This week's episode of Internet Explorer Podcast will contain use of the F word, feminism. <laughs> yeah, get it? That's the dirty F word. Oh, 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 yeah, that's right. Eat it, trolls. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> Hello, Katie. How are you doing? Ryan, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I want to welcome everyone to our podcast, Internet Explorer. For today's podcast, we have Amber Gordon, the founder of Femsplain.com, an awesome site that both of us love. A bunch of people who also work with us at BuzzFeed have contributed to. It's a media website run by women for women for everyone, um, but with uh, female contributors. Amber's great. We love her. Follow Femsplain on the internet. Unfollow Ryan, by the way. Hello, Amber. How are you? Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming in. Take us back. The year's 2014? 14, yeah. Gangnam Style had just ended. (laughs) Yeah. So um, even before we launched, Femsplain has been in fruitation since um, about January 2014. So myself and our founding editor, Gabriela Barco, we had been following each other on Twitter for I don't know how many months. And I had just been, you know, reading her work that she shared. I really enjoyed it. So, you know, I had followed her and I was just like a fan of her work. And um, she had followed me because she enjoyed my work when I used to do social media at Denny's. Pause. You can't just drop that. (laughs) So... Talk about how you were the original Tumblr for Denny's. Well, before social media, like I used to be an engineer. I was a QA engineer and like really wasn't liking the industry. Um, And so I was trying to find like something else that I could do to, you know, pay my rent and um, just like, you know, have a job. So flash forward, I had gotten laid off for the third time at a QA position. um, And I was like, okay, I think this is the this is the sign to like, find a new career path. And so they were like, what should we do? Like, what should our strategy be? And I was like, well, I used to go to Denny's when I was like a 19 year old kid, like, because that's the only place you could go like late at night. Um, Yeah, yeah, when I was completely sober, obviously. I, I think 85%. Now, if I am correct in this, you probably know 85% of Denny's customers are inebriated teenagers. <laughs> is that, does that sound accurate from there's their a, market uh, research? There's a really famous uh, waiter at my local Denny's. I don't know his name, but he had one arm and he was a juggalo. <laughs> That, that sounds right. His one arm did not get in the way of him delivering like multiple plates of food. Hell yeah, punk rock. It was amazing. So, Amber, you start the Tumblr and I remember like. It blew up pretty fast, I feel like, right? Yeah, because I was the first, really, first brand to, like, run the Tumblr as it were just, like, any teenager's blog. And um, I took the inspiration from when I was a kid and, like, what I would blog about. And, like, me, like, I was super into um, punk pop and, like, stupid stuff in general. And Mm. so I, like, would always, like, take my favorite brand new songs and, like, remix them into Denny's, like, lyrics. Do you ever look at it like I created this monster? Oh, yeah, all the time. (laughs) So what made you go in what appears to be a 180-degree direction and actually seek out true authenticity on the Internet via Femsplain? How did that happen? You know, I was feeling really uninspired at my previous job, you know, telling brands, 
you know, all the time, like, don't post memes. Like, it can get, like, mentally draining. And I've always wanted to start my own company, like, ever since I was a kid. Like, I was in the Future Business Leaders of America, and I was like, I'm going to open a coffee shop. I've also been, I had been saving money up for a very long time because I was on the Tumblr sales team. And so I, like, stashed away all the bonuses. And then really in the summer, in August of 2014, I had met, Jeanette Fabre and Jacqueline Morrell. And we just like sat and like ate ramen together for like six hours. Like it wasn't six hours, but it felt like it. And like drank sake and just like talked about, you know, like we just instantly connected and we were talking about like everything we loved, like in the media, um, everything we didn't like, what we wish we saw more of. And like what we came up with is like, we just want a place to like talk about things that are personal to us that, you know, we go through and hear other people's stories at the same time because, you know, life is so much better when you can, you know, take from other people's lives and enrich yourself. And so that turned into this idea for a Tumblr called Sad Drunk Girls. Awesome. We were either going to write things to each other when we were sad or drunk or both Um, because, you know, that's when obviously your emotions are so high. And so, you know, that never really happened because we all had full-time jobs And, you know, we just kept talking to each other until one day I was like, "Um, I think I'm just going to, like, start building this, like, website. And I don't know what it's going to be called Uh or, like, what it's going to be, but I need to do something. And, like, I have my programming background, so I was able to do it without anyone's help. Um, And I just stayed up, like, every night till 4 a.m. Like, I would go to work, come home, and stay up and just build this And then I was like, okay, like two weeks later, it's done. You know, like now what? And so I didn't know what I would call it. And I had reached out. I was talking to like a bunch of different people and I was talking to my friend Alex better. And I was like, what should I call this? Like, this is what it is. And he was like, why don't you just femsplain a name to me, Amber? And I was like, nice. Okay, maybe I will. And like, this was the time when like mansplain like just was born and like Mm -hmm. everyone was talking about it. And I reached out to like... 20 of my closest friends and asked them if they wanted to write. What I what I think is really cool about the Femmes Plane story was the Kickstarter element, mm-hmm. which I wanted, you know, we wanted to pick your brain about because it, it succeeded. Uh, and successful Kickstarters about these sort of things are kind of rare. So talk to us about, like, how that kind of played out. There was a lot of learning experiences from doing it. Like, um, the minute that you put... Um, you're a f- like a feminist website on a Kickstarter or like you're trying to prevent like hashtag Gamergate like that's like the site is like to uh, fight combat that like mm-hmm. those people attack you like that was a huge learning experience and this is all kind of when Gamergate was like still a big thing yeah like it was very active yeah like a lot of people were talking about it and that and I had been working with a copywriter because you know I'm not the best at you know writing stuff that's like I need to support this so Mm -hmm. um, she had said you know you should mention this because like although it's not like directly affiliated with you like women are getting harassed and Mm -hmm. like you're trying to protect them and like give them a safe space so like throw it in there and I was like okay I was like hesitant about it but because we did that we got attacked yeah from that So, Amber, when Gamergate and all of them came after you, what exactly happens when you are a feminist Kickstarter and Gamergate decides you're going to get shut down or they're going to shut you down? Right. So a few things happened. Um, One, our website was uh, DDoS or yeah, DDoS attack. So denial of service, um, meaning that our servers were brought down for a period of four hours. 
And we have like, I mean, we we constantly got attacked. So like every day people were trying to attack us. Luckily, we um, use like a mitigation service to deflect those. And then another one, um, I had gotten a random email from someone. This was after the Kickstarter asking me to break down fully to like the nickel, like how we were spending the money that we received. And we broke it down in the description, but they wanted like the complete breakdown. They were telling us that like the server we wanted to use was like too expensive. He kept emailing me every day for two weeks asking the same question. And then one night I was drunk and I was like, fuck this guy. And like I replied and I was like, are you are you a backer of the campaign? Like if you're a backer, like maybe I could talk to you more, you know, since you support us. He's like, no, I'm not a backer. I just want to know. Um, and so he screenshot our entire email conversation, uploaded it to Imgur, and it got over 500,000 views. And I don't even know how many hundreds of comments. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Because of that, um, they were, like, organizing to, like, try to get the Kickstarter, like, taken down or removed. But, like, by that time, the campaign was already over and we, like, were already successful. And um, Kickstarter, like, reached out to me to let me know that, like, they had been getting these emails and they weren't going to entertain them. Yeah. Which was really great. So it was the Kickstarter that attracted a lot of the negative attention, not the website itself, right? No. It was, so it started, it wasn't that someone found an article on the site and was like, I'm a men's rights guy and I'm mad about this. They found the Kickstarter. They didn't read anything about the site, its mission or anything. They just automatically assumed that this is a man-hating website and we need to shut it down. Mm-hmm. When our mission is, you know, to highlight the female identified voice but allow anyone to participate in the discussions that we have. So, anyone listening, how can you uh, how can they submit a yes. story? How can they pitch to you? So, if you identify as a woman, um you can go to femslay.com and there's a link at the top say that says want to contribute. I want to suggest a theme. I want to try a theme. A bathroom habits. <laughs> That's all I think about all day. All I, all day I dream about okay, poop. Okay, we'll consider it. Okay, all right. I would like to do people that feel romantic feelings about inanimate objects. How would you categorize that? Uh, the official clinical term is objectum sexual. Um, maybe this is too close to this month's theme, which is jealousy, but like <laughs> longing or unrequited love. Oh my God. You know, and there's a lot of different kinds of unrequited love. Like it could be, you know, that feeling when you're like about to sneeze and then you don't sneeze right. and you're like, I lost it and I feel that's so, so poetic. Right? Like that's like the, You should write for us. That's the worst feeling on earth, right? Yeah. All right. Amber, when you came in today, you were teasing that you have some big news. Yes. And I want you to talk about the future of Femsplain. Okay. So like Reddit, it's a great platform and it's a great place to share, you know, links to articles or stolen photographs of female celebrities or <laughs> or stolen photographs right. or, you know, yeah, so there's a lot of terrible things on it as well and um we're trying to build basically a better Reddit but for niche communities. So right now we're building a platform where you can sign up, you can have a profile Um, You could use that profile as a portfolio if you've written something. You could use that as a place to share articles that you've seen on Femsplain or seen on other sites and you think that your following would like to see. We're getting rid of comments completely because comments are garbage. Fair. Mm -hmm. But we're rebranding them as a discussion group. And so every article will have a discussion group where you can discuss the article that 
was published. And so in that discussion group, you'll not only have Femsplain articles, but you'll also have, you know, articles from other websites that are under that, you know, the relationship or mental health discussion group. And so you'll have to have an account to participate in the discussion. We'll also have discussion group leaders, people who are very passionate about the topic and want to take on that responsibility of like curating that group with good links. So community moderated. Would this be open to men and women or people who identify as both? Yes, it'll be an open community. Anybody can sign up as a reader, but you have to be approved to become a member and that's probably gonna be with two-factor authentication. But we're in the process of raising angel investment and until we have like this next round secured I'm not really able to hire the people I need to to develop it but it's all like the concepts all there ready and waiting um, we just need the the people to make it happen billionaire angel investors who are devoted fans of the Internet Explorer podcast <laughs> I've got a great idea for you <laughs> invest in Femsplain Well, I uh, cannot wait to join your community and troll the I shit out of wait. it. You're going to be like a prime like use case to see what we need to do to improve the site. You're going to be like one of the like government hires to like break things. Like that's that'll be you for us. Katie, I can't wait to see your your John Cena discussion group on femsplain.com <laughs> in six months. Okay, you can be the group leader for that. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on, Amber. This was great. This has been so great. Thank you. Amber, we got fast, fast five. five. We got okay. fast five questions. Right. Five right. fast questions. Fast, ready. Fast. fast and furious. Fast five. What was your first screen name? Go. Nelly Baby Forever. Nelly. Wait, like Nelly, like the rapper? Yeah. You really into Nelly the rapper? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. What is your most used emoji? They change because I use them for social, like for fun swing tweets, but um, I think that would be the eyes emoji. Really? Yeah. What do you use them to signify? When someone says something like, like crazy and I'm like oh "Mm, really yeah wow so you use them as judging eyes yeah you're not like like when I see a subtweet I'll reply back to it with the eyes emoji like I see you wow (laughs) wow okay got another fast five question for you this is the third third question fast five if you could delete any part of the internet what would it be 4chan all right, that's a clear and simple answer. Come at me again. <laughs> that was good. That was nice. Okay. How do you sign your emails? It depends on who I'm talking to. If I don't know you, it's usually best Amber. Mm-hmm. If it's someone I'm trying to suck up to, it's very best Amber. If wow. it's someone, <laughs> you heard it here first. If you only get best, <laughs> she is not trying to suck up to you. She does not care about you. You are not important to Amber. And if you're just a friend, there's no sign. Oh, okay. I sign all my professional emails. Much love. <laughs> That's cute. Kisses. I should do that. Yours, nude. Mine is a really long part of Deuteronomy from the Old Testament. <laughs> okay, last question is a personal question, and it's a special question for Amber because I know that Amber is a giant anime shithead nerd like I am. Anime ruined my life. Okay. Amber, if you could pick one anime character to, to date... Oh. What anime character would you date and why? Oh, man. Probably Madoka from Madoka Magica because, one, she's really cute, <laughs> and, two, like, she's the god of everything, so. She's a 13-year-old Okay, girl. well, when she gets older. <laughs> <laughs> damn it. Wait, aren't, aren't like, all anime 13-year-old Yeah, they're girls, all really though? young. That's not fair. I heard that Pikachu is 18 and okay. one month. <laughs> 
So fair game. All right. (laughs) (laughs) How is your and Hatsune's relationship going? Me and the Japanese Vocaloid singer-songwriter Hatsune Miku are getting along quite well. When's the wedding? We're working out the visa process, but she... I find that she appreciates me in a way that no 3D woman would ever really get it, you know, so. I get that. I really do. Ryan, I don't think you will ever find a 3D woman who appreciates you as much as I do and the rest of us. Thank you so much, Ryan, for being just the way you are. so good. But mostly thank you, Amber, for indulging Ryan and and myself, obviously, although I'm sure that Ryan was a little bit more of a of a pain in the ass to indulge me i'm i'm very easy i can't wait to be part of the fence plane community wait i've got i've got an idea okay what if it's called fed it stop it (laughs) (laughs) you're blocked what if it's femit okay well i'm excited to ban you before you (laughs) even sign up i know your usernames I want to end this week with a follow Friday too. a French politician named Gilles Avaroux, who I've been told is some sort of politician in France. What, like the king? They still have a king, right? Does he have a prince? A duke? I don't speak enough French to know what kind of politician he is. I know that he's got under 10,000 followers on Twitter, so I think he's a local politician. Okay. And today he tweeted the word waifu, which is the <laughs> anime nerd term for like your your fictitious like 2D girlfriend. Yeah, like wife but like waifu. And he was responding to like a French teenager who was basically like saying he was his waifu. <laughs> Wait. Wait. Yeah. So a French teen is like talking to the politician and the po- he's like politician, you're my waifu. Basically, uh, I learned this about France. France is the second largest consumer of anime on the planet. Wow. Second behind Japan. Wow. And because of like some TV programming choices in the early 80s there, anime is massive, like huge. Huh. And so all of French Twitter is just like full of like crazy anime nerds just like trolling each other. So this politician just tweeted the word waifu. No, he basically tweeted like the equivalent of like, waifu, what are you trying to say? <laughs> like he did, he was like asking the kid like what a waifu was. Oh God! So like, follow Friday, that French politician, but then also all of France anime Twitter. Follow Friday, French anime Twitter. It is hysterically weird. They are my waifu. I I am excited about that. Speaking of po- politics and anime Twitter, if you go into any of uh, Barack Obama's tweets and you look at the like responses. One of the first responses always is some guy asking if anime will be made illegal. <laughs> <laughs> like literally every tweet that Barack Obama makes, some guy goes, keep anime legal. <laughs> well, it's part of this like massive like meme conspiracy that like uh, Barack Obama is secretly an anime fan. <laughs> and there's like all this like fan art of like Barack Obama like posing with like Hatsune Miku or like posing with like the cast of Pokemon. I want to thank my waifu, producer Julia Furlan. Aww. Wait, she's my waifu. My, 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 my harem of other 2D beauties, Eleanor Kagan and Jenna Weiss-Berman, 
who all go to Japanese high school with me and treat me, the new kid, with suspicion but also interest. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to thank them because I'm horrified by all of that. So, you know. <laughs> if you have a waifu you want to tell us about, or if <laughs> if one of us is your waifu, email us yeah. at internetexplorerbuzzy.com. Follow us on Twitter at iExplorer. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe on iTunes. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> What if Willow Smith wanted to contribute, but it was only an article about how she's in love with the toilet? She can write whatever <laughs> she wants. <laughs>